from finance to family. I love my dad working with other people and maintaining your lifestyle. I can't wait until my husband and I start traveling. It's time for Guarding Your Nest Egg with Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, along with Kristen Charles. Join the conversation at guardingyournestegg.com. In minutes, Mike's perspective on two different conversations, two different scenarios of folks that are seeking income during this unsteady economic period that we're in. But first, who doesn't enjoy a good film? All of us are mesmerized by the magic of the movies. Reed Hastings was the co-founder of Netflix back in 1997, and he says his personal experience is what started it all. He was charged $40 in late fees for a video rental from Blockbuster. That bugged him, (laughs) and I think he was like walking home from the gym or something, and he got the idea about Netflix. Gosh, remember how early on your Netflix DVD rentals came in the mail along with that prepaid return envelope? Like a cheesy little paper thing. Like a FedEx envelope, but not. I mean, it wasn't even that substantial, and you'd get your video. And honestly, I would pull the DVD out, and I'd be afraid I would scratch it. Because if Mm. I put it back in the envelope, like, are they going to own it? Look at what it's all evolved into. We don't go to the video store Good old Hollywood video near mom and dad's. Oh, man, going in there. You were a Hollywood video girl. Well, we did Blockbuster, too. It just depended on who had the deals. We did not have a VCR. Let's go back that far. Dude, we even had beta at my house. My dad was a big Um, nerd. Yeah, you are a super nerd. And And that's why I'm a nerd, too. Because only the rich kids had beta. But uh, (laughs) anyway... Beta's like first to market. It's like, I'm going to spend $2,000 on this thing. And then it turns out they didn't make any tapes for it. But Yes, they did. We had them. Barely. Okay. Barely, Kristen. Anywho. You can't go. You I had a Benji that. on repeat, right. the movie. I, defend your family all you want. You, were, you guys were <laughs> buying weird technology. It must have been a good year. In the, uh, in the property and casualty insurance in business. Casualty. Yes, it was for my father that year. <laughs> right, yeah, this good at Beta. <laughs> But the lesser household, no. And then so uh, it was usually Fridays, end of the week. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. I kind of want to do that for my kids now, but they wouldn't really understand it if I came home with a box with a, uh, a VCR in it. But we'd reserve the VHS recorder. We would. Wait a second. You didn't have a VHS player? No, we did Why? not. Why? Come on. Because it, it was like 800 bucks. No, man. you were shopping at the wrong place. Okay, never no, we mind. weren't. I, I, I guarantee you in 1982 or four or whatever, it was in a big blue box and you took it home and you hoped that it worked because if it didn't, it was really complicated to go back and you need a couple tapes. And then you would go to, um, I guess I'll go ahead and plug it. Hungry Howie's Pizza. Oh, Pizza Night uh, with the video night. Pizza Night with the videos and the pizzas were not in boxes. You bought two at a time and it was covered in paper and this thing. So for (laughs) that's what we did. So here we are in the middle of Lent. Just saying pizza comes in handy. Cheese and uh, sprinkle a few peppers on top. There you go. I grew up an only child. Mom and dad picked a movie and I picked a movie. Did you and your sister have to agree upon a movie? And was that difficult on Friday movie rental night? I don't recall having to agree. I can tell you there's a good chance we may have not agreed. <laughs> um, nothing against my sister. She's amazing. We should get her on the radio sometime. Oh, my gosh. We, we could are ask doing her, that. Would you leave uh, the room and let me ask her questions? 
I don't know how that would be. Um, <laughs> oh, it entertained know. me. <laughs> All right, move it on. <laughs> yeah. Back to the financial conversation. And Mike said this time and time again, the reason we talk about these flashback topics is because we realize that talking about finances can seem kind of drab at times, but it's not on this show. And hopefully you agree anyway. We'd love for you to interact with the show and to be able to be a resource for you. Link up with us anytime guarding your nestag.com. A couple reached out to the Talon team recently because they were considering buying an annuity, and then they saw one of our billboards. Some of our listeners may have seen this. It says, <laughs> I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, and no one else should sell you one either. Guarding your nestegg.com. Yes. We wouldn't sell our mother an annuity and no one should sell you one either. But where are we going with this? What did they say? Well, they mm -hmm. saw the billboard and said, all right, but let me see what the problem is here. Or maybe <laughs> I am on track and set an appointment to find out more because they're seeking income in retirement. And from what they understand, that's what annuities are advertised to do. And future income is key for these guys because they may sell some rental property within the next year or so. Well, so I would agree. 100% income is important in retirement, but there's a big difference in income from your rental property. And I'm just going to use this as one example, Kristen, because you know I got on my soapbox here. Mm -hmm. But if you own a rental property, you own the property, and then people pay you rent, and then you have the expenses off of that, and then you collect it as income. But your principal investment is there, mm -hmm. right? And so to me, that's income. After expenses, things like taxes and insurance, your net amount is income because your principal value is there. And, and let's not get into the specifics on how the value of the real estate may fluctuate. Right. The way that the majority of, not all, right, but the majority of these annuities work is somebody says, well, hey, listen, you just sold this real estate and let's say it was a half a million dollars. And there are people out there this week and last week and they'll probably be out there next week telling people that I'm going to give you a bonus and then I'm going to guarantee you 7% per year and they're viewing that as income. That is not how these annuities work. I can't get into all of the details, but I would say to anybody who's being told that, ask anybody selling you an annuity that's guaranteeing you 7% per year, ask them to put it in writing and sign it that hmm. you're guaranteed 7% growth on your principal investment. I promise you, they will not do it, hmm. right? Because that is not what it is. They're willing to say it, they won't put it in writing. Yes, it's guaranteed income for life, but with these annuities, for most cases, it's a distribution of your own assets back to you, and the insurance company is hoping that you pass away before the account value hits zero. So mm -hmm. I don't consider that income. It's very different than having real estate that has a value mm -hmm. and having income, and if you ever want to sell the real estate, it's still there. With the annuity, it's a depreciation of the original investment in most cases, that's not income. It's just handing you back your own money, hoping that you pass away before it hits zero. Ah. It, this is a conversation that we need to have with anyone that is currently in an annuity that wants to find a way out or anyone that is considering an annuity. Because I will go head to head with anybody promoting an annuity compared to every other investment option that's available out there. I am confident you would not choose one if somebody showed you all of the options. Hence the billboard. <laughs> I'm almost hesitant to bring up another 
listener that reached out specifically because she heard one of your don't buy an annuity rants. Yeah. (laughs) But ironically, she had just started the process of transferring her 401k to an annuity. So when she spoke to our team, they suggested she call the company and stop the transfer and maybe place those assets into a money market account so that she has time to truly weigh her options and decide what is actually best for her. So kudos to you, Mike. Your crusade as a reformed annuity salesman is making a <laughs> Again, difference, Again, strong friend. word. Because this yeah. lady putting her money in a money market account, I mean, yeah. it, it's just giving her time to really figure it out and learn more about her options, which is your number one goal on this show and in the office. Well, here's what I love about our team. We really are on the same page. And that is exactly the advice that I would have given her. Markets are volatile. We did a show here a couple of weeks ago where somehow 2022 was the best year ever for, for annuity sales. I remember that. Annuity sales to me are based on fear and it's fear tactics and scaring people into an insurance product for some sort of a guarantee. And the reason that we don't like the annuities is we don't hate the product. We don't like how they're promoted. And if an advisor is promoting themselves as a fiduciary, but they aren't showing you all of the investment options, they're not a true fiduciary. So in this case, I think it's great advice to say, hey, listen, historically, the annuity, and in this case, I am familiar with the proposal, but historically, that particular annuity that they would have uh, locked their money in for a long-term period of time, it was averaging less than 3% per year. Actually, I think in this case, less than 2%. Right now, you could park your money at over four. So, you know, somebody trying to scare you in to a safe money option that's going to do X, Y, Z, or the average rate of return is less than two, but you can park your money now in liquid accounts at over four. Kristen, anybody can do the math. That's not a fiduciary recommendation. Your job is to do the best for your clients, not the best for yourself as an advisor so that you can get commissions. And, you know, I'll just kind of wrap things up here by saying, we're very aware of the marketing that's going on around us, Kristen. I mean, you know, it's in our own faces. All I got is turn on the radio, turn on the television. I, I mean, I can see what's going on. I just heard a program the other day where their version of an annuity sales pitch, I was actually surprised they actually used the word annuity because a lot of people don't. So mm. I, I guess I was kind of proud of them. They actually used the, the Being up front about word. it, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, you said it. But it was also used in the premise of, hey, You should set aside a certain amount of your money for a guaranteed income for the rest of your life so that you don't have to worry about guaranteed income in the future. I appreciated that they were honest about the product. What I didn't appreciate was they only talked about that product. Mm -hmm. They didn't go through all of the other options Mm -hmm. that are available. So here's the thing. doesn't matter what you're looking to accomplish. It might be income. It might be growth. It might be a combination of both. It could be anything. But anytime somebody's trying to steer you in a direction, that's not a fiduciary relationship. And I would just invite anybody who's being pitched a product, if you want to know what all of your investment options are, we can walk you through all of them. I can tell you about all the annuities. Any one of our advisors can tell you about all of the annuities. I don't think you would, but if you did that annuity, one of our advisors would likely get paid a commission to do it. Yeah. It's just that we aren't encouraging them to do that because... Our belief is that's not what's best for you. If we show you all of the options, you're going to choose the option that's best for you. Yeah, we'll get a fee on it, but not a commission. But the fee just means if you're doing well, we do well. And I just hate the way this industry 
is focused on, and not all of it, but too many people advertising things that are best for the advisor, while at the same time they're pretending to be fiduciaries. Frankly, if you steer your client towards an annuity, it's benefiting the advisor more than it's benefiting the client. So my aunt and uncle are in their early 70s. I was checking their mail while they were out of town and almost got a paper cut because of all the dinner seminar invitations with big juicy steaks and whatever on there to come find out more about guaranteeing income for life. So see, that advertising is everywhere, and that's Mike's passion in life. It's not income. Kristen, you just said what, like... That's what they say on there. It hacks... Oh, you're hacked off again. I'm I'm hacked off again. I used the word hack instead of the other word. It's not income, I agreed. I know. I was just saying that's what they say. If you're giving me my own money back, (laughs) that is not income. You're you're giving me my own money back. It's a lie. All right. We got to wrap up. the biggest lie and this whole darn thing. It's not income. It's return of your own money, and that's not income. I wrap up with that. Done. Drop the mic. I'm out of here. (laughs) Y'all, he's not kidding. He's gone. Anyway, I promise you this. We will be back next week, and we really appreciate you making guarding your nest egg with talent wealth a part of your day. Join the conversation now at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Talon Private Wealth, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talon Private Wealth and this station are not affiliated. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Discussions and answers to questions do not involve the rendering of personalized investment advice, but are limited to the dissemination of general information. The information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or advisory services. Be sure to consult with a tax professional before implementing any investment strategy. Florida License D056341. California License 0N00828. Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023.